Hey, welcome back to Motocross Training. Jewel Yunkins here, and finally back with another episode here for you. I've uh, been gone for a couple weeks. Uh, my wife Kelly and I, we brought home our second child. We brought home a baby girl. Her name is Leah. And between bringing her home and having a almost two-year-old son, Levi, who just now runs around the house and, um, you know, is full of just all kind of energy, like any kind of typical little boy would be, um, you know, haven't really had much time to dedicate towards these episodes. But here we are today, getting ready to, I'm going to bring you a new episode and this one's going to be covering a topic that I just want to get out of the way for everybody and just kind of put some things to rest. And this is balance training. And I think balance training in itself, you know, whether you're a racer or not, I think this is something that everybody is intrigued by because balance is something that we feel and we like feeling balanced and we don't like feeling unbalanced. Nobody wants to feel like they're drunk all day long, falling all over. That would be really frustrating. So we want to feel balanced and we know that there's a balancing component to riding a dirt bike. So we want to make sure that that we're covering it. And I think a lot of racers, you know, they put a lot of emphasis in the gym where maybe they don't have to put as much emphasis on this as they actually think. And today that's what we're going to actually talk about. But before we really move into this, I want to, you know... I want to talk about like just what is balance in general. And if you were to look it up, uh, what would it say? Um, you don't have to look it up. I'm going to tell you right now. But balance is an even distribution of weight enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. Uh, that's it. And has nothing to do with training on unstable surfaces or, you know, doing any kind of weird stuff in the gym. But I'm not going to lie. When I first got into coaching, and if you know you're someone that thinks that that type of training is going to help develop balance, um, you know I was there too. Like I said, when I first started coaching, this is probably early 2010, 2011. I was in my younger 20s, just getting into the whole coaching world. And you know when I looked back at, I wanted to train you know racers, and I'm looking at all these videos, watching professional racers train, and I'm watching these you know, big name trainers in the sport, train these athletes. And they had all these racers and these racers are just training on stability balls, BOSU balls, balance boards, and all these things to where it seemed like every time they were doing something like an exercise, they were doing it on something unstable. And, you know, to be honest, as a young coach, I kind of find that, you know, found that appealing to where I was like, Oh, I could see how this would make sense. You know, you have to balance on a bike and, I'm sure balancing on something, you know, will just make it, you know, an even better exercise because it's going to add like another difficulty component to it. And I messed around with it a little bit. I've even seen other athletes in other sports doing this. I've seen this also in physical therapy. So I thought it really had to be something genuinely worthwhile, you know, checking into. So luckily at the time I was working at, I was coaching at Youngstown State. And luckily, I was working with some really good uh, coaches that knew their stuff. And when I talked to them about this kind of things, because, you know, they weren't doing any of this, um, they kind of just looked at me and they're just like, Joel, come on, like, you really think that's going to help someone's balance? And um, 
you know, they kind of gave me their stance on it. And the more I looked into it and the more I just did my due diligence and I kept educating myself as a coach, I kept reading, you know, material, material, anything I can get my hands on. Um, you know, really what I found was that, you know, really, it's really doing nothing to enhance physical performance. Uh, maybe in physical therapy, yeah, it has a great place. But when you're taking healthy athletes and trying to develop them into something greater than what they are, you know, there's a, there's a ton of limitations to doing this type of training or to really just go down this road of actual balance training. But I do understand what people are after when they're saying balance training. They're kind of just barking up the wrong tree. And kind of what I'm going to give you today in this episode is, you know, three things that you need to keep in mind in order to have like this sense of just bringing balance to your athletic abilities and how, you know, three things that are going to help you feel like you're obtaining your overall balance as a racer as well. So the first one I want to get started with is you need to realize as an athlete, when you're getting stronger, that you actually need stability to get stronger. And that when you're training on something unstable, it's actually going to make you weaker as an athlete. Or I don't want to say weaker, but it's actually going to not allow you to get strong like you could be if you were just to stand on the floor or just be on a stable surface for that matter. And, you know, the best way I heard this, you know, to be explained and this is like, imagine going out on an ice skating ring in your shoes or just if you're in Ohio or up north and it's wintertime and your whole driveway is ice, go walk out onto ice and I want you to try to jump as high as possible or run as fast as possible. And, you know, without really thinking about it too hard, you're going to assume that you're not going to be able to jump, you're not going to be able to run. And why is that? It's because there's no force. There's no stability in the ground for your body to produce force off of. So your body is literally is going to shut itself down to protect you from getting hurt. So when people want to do squats on top of unstable surfaces, because they feel that challenging, you know, balancing thing going on, you know, basically what's going on is that you're just making yourself weaker. Like it should not be hard to understand that, you know, squatting 200 pounds on solid ground should feel easier than squatting on a balance board. And it's like that because your body is actually able to produce more force. Therefore, that's how you get strong. And that's what will make you strong, not by making it harder and more dangerous. Uh, the next part of this is going to be, again, healthy individuals. We, we don't need unstable surfaces. Uh, physical therapists, they use unstable surfaces to build proprioception to, to help heal the joint. This is a different world. This is a different ball game. If you are healthy, stick to stable surfaces and you will get stronger. And it's not going to help your balance like you think it is. Number two, spatial awareness and joint stability will create the quote unquote balance feeling that you want. And what you want to do is you want to focus on training your joints to be stable in the body. If you can have good joint stability, your balance will be improved through the roof. This even happens in some of my older population clients that are just, you know, working professionals. They'll say their balance is improved, but we didn't do any balance training in the gym. 
we just help get their hips and all their joints just to be more stable. When you have this stability, it's like, you know, that's the foundation of your body. Just like you want a nice foundation to your house that needs to be stable to keep your house balanced. Your joints need to be stable to keep you balanced. And spatial awareness, that's basically just understanding where your body is in space. So that's having a sense of, you know, where is your center of gravity at? And this could be done just through a very, there are different various movement type drills. I won't get into them on this episode, but obtaining that spatial awareness is really what you want to be after. And lastly, specific skills is what helps really your balance improve. Um, so when people, you know, stand on stability balls and, you know, they achieve these kind of things and, you know, they may be saying, you may be saying right now, well, Joel, how come I couldn't stand on a stability ball, but now I can, and now I could do squats or I could do this and that, but I couldn't before. Well, you're actually just training a specific skill in the gym that has nothing to do with training for motocross training or becoming a better athlete. So this is why they kind of get coined as like circus tricks because you're just sort of going in the gym and learning like these like random skills that aren't really carrying over to anything else. So, you know, we could say that, you know, playing solitaire could, I'm just coming up with a random uh, concept here, but someone could make an argument that, oh, playing solitaire could help you problem solve on the racetrack. Uh, but in reality, is it, or is, you know, is just becoming a better racer, helping you process things on the racetrack. So it doesn't, just because you think something's hard or you're getting good at something does not always mean it's correlating to your skill set on the track. And, and then to be honest, just like I said, like how you're building specific skills, you can't forget that riding the bike is really all the balance training you need as far as your sport goes. So yeah, you can build, you want to have, you know, stability in the joints and this and that. But at the end of the day, you need to know how to ride your bike. And that's really all there is to it. Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, all these guys, these great champions, they were really good at the bike. And I guarantee you, they were never just riding down a straightaway and just, man, my my balance in my body is not very good. I can't ride a bike. They know how to ride a bike. So I want, you know, and if you're a high level racer, you know how to ride a bike too. And you're not probably in the unbalanced things you're feeling. You know, that's coming from, you know, either bike setup or, you know, if you are weak and your body is not balanced or things like that, you know, those things will all get cleaned up with that. Um, so, yeah, kind of moving on here, like, you know, with these three points, like, what do you not need to do? So you really don't have to worry about standing on unstable surfaces all the time. This isn't going to lead to strength gains. It's not going to help your ab development or have a stronger core. It's, uh, you know, you're not going to have really any better balance of the bike by standing on all this, you know, balance training, you know, tools. Um, You know, it doesn't mean that, you know, like I use stability balls here at the gym. There are various balance training type tools that can be used properly, but we People don't really use them as balance training. They just use them as a tool in the gym for other things. 
So that's just a little disclaimer there, but again, a different conversation. But what should you be focusing on? Like, what do you need to do as a racer to keep becoming a better racer when thinking about your balance? And what you want to focus on is training in stable environments. You want to stabilize the ankles, the hips, your spine, your shoulders, and you want to ride your bike. This will lead to a better sense of balance that you want to feel and that you want to keep trying to improve and enhance as a racer. So I hope you help, hope this helped wrap your head around some, you know, balance training ideas and realize that, you know, don't try to overhype the idea of balance training. If you're a good racer and your balance is already fine on, on a dirt bike, focus on developing your body to be stronger, stabilize your joints, develop a better sense of spatial awareness, and all of these things will help you become a better athlete so that you can optimize your racing performance and try to limit, you know, don't stress on standing on, on anything unstable. It's not doing what you think you're doing. Save yourself some time. Save yourself some injuries in the gym because racing itself is dangerous enough. So if you've enjoyed this episode and or any other episode, make sure you're checking out my website, jytraining.com. I have my ebook on there. It is the JYT Moto Method 2.0. It is a training manual that is has a ton of information and there is an eight week training program. There is just a lot of value packed in there. I promise you that. Um, I also have a motocross physical readiness race guide. This is a 11 page manual that I promise you there is nothing else like out, out there right now for racers. I have meal plans. And of course I have coaching opportunities as well, but keep training hard, train smart, be consistent Peace out, and we will talk on the next episode, which I think is going to be covering nutrition for racers. Later.